Hello good people and welcome to season 2 of the God Pulse podcast. We are officially back and ready to engage with you concerning all things pursuing Christ on this journey of life and trying to make sense out of our everyday stuff. So one apparent change is that we are officially on YouTube. So if this is the first time that you are engaging with this podcast, hi, my name is Palella and I'm the host of this podcast and since we are in season 2, then maybe catch up with season one, see what we've been talking about, the journey of this podcast, my journey, and the journey of others who've been interviewed on the podcast. And um, when you reach the end of this podcast, I kindly ask that you like um, the episode. If it has been impactful to you, comment and share with your friends, um, share your thoughts on this episode and what we'll be talking about, and subscribe if you aren't already, and then we can go. So because it's been a while since we've sat together and talked um it's actually been a couple of months so um the festive season has gone by we started the new we started the new year rather and um i'm pretty sure that a lot of things have happened in your life as have in mine and i just hope that you're okay you know wherever you are in your faith journey wherever you feel you are, whether you are amped for the year, whether you're feeling a little tired or a little anxious. Um, we are in this together, genuinely. Um, we're all one body and we're all pursuing one Christ. So I hope that we get to encourage each other anew this year um, as we get into this season. Um, so before we even go into this podcast, um, I'd like to send my sincere condolences to my friend who's been a former guest of this podcast and is also this podcast engineer, Len Gossi, and his family who've lost his mother in the last year. Um, we send our thoughts out to them and we are here to send them love and to encourage them and to love them because we know that losing the people that we love is hard, but we can get through it. There's always light. And if you've lost someone, then my sincere condolences to you. But know that there is light and that Christ is still at work in you, even in the depths of the pain. So as we're getting into this episode, as we start the season, um, one thing that I am very aware of is that when we seek Christ, especially in the beginning of the year, and we want to get vision for the year, we want to get a clear um, idea of what is expected of us in the new year. We tend to go and seek out a word or seek out just the theme of the season that we're in. And so personally, I would say that I'm in a season of work where I'm required to go over boundaries or break boundaries, break limitations and go out and to do the work that God is sending me to do. However, I do believe that that is a general and central message for the body of Christ, that we are constantly expected to work, constantly expected to go out and to tell people about God, constantly expected to, in and amongst ourselves, share the word of God together and share our journey together and support each other and be a community for each other. You know, so like I mentioned earlier on, regardless of where you are at right now, whether you are tired, whether you are hopeful, whether you are excited, whether you just want to avoid everything, whether you are feeling numb, it's happening. You know, the year has begun and your life is waiting for you. You know, a lot of the times people say that um, when they start a new day or a new month, especially they go, may this month be kind to me. 
but it's really about you being kind to yourself during that month. You know, all those decisions that you make shape whatever month you're going to have. You know, um, so this year, your life is waiting for you. Your purpose is waiting for you. And destinies that are attached to your life are waiting on you to stand up and to work and to do all that God has called you to do. You know, um, we are called to work. Ladies and gentlemen, we are called to do God's work and to do God's work is not always easy. It's not always sunshine and rainbows. And um, it requires us to allow him to give us strength because of whatever that we're going to encounter going forward. So today um, we're going to be talking about work, you know, and we're going to be reading from Jeremiah. I'm just going to, you know, put on my snazzy little glasses <laughs> um, until, you know, God gives me 2020, but for now, I'll just finesse with these classes. So today we're going to be reading from Jeremiah chapter 1. We're going to be reading from verse 4 till verse 17, um, till verse 19, rather. So, oh, and I'm reading from um, the New International Version. This is actually my mom's Bible. Um, I just hadn't used it before because I had this old Bible, loved it, but it was falling apart. You know, if you know what that means, then you know it was bad. But also, um, I just found the font of this particular Bible too small. But I'm used to it now, so I'm reading out of a physical Bible. And apparently when you read out of a physical Bible, you get extra points in heaven. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're reading out of Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 to 19. So, yeah, we're going to get into it. So, uh, it reads as follows. So, the title of this particular scripture is The Call of Jeremiah. And it reads as follows. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am too young. You must go everywhere or you must go to everyone I send to you and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you, and I will rescue you. And so, I'm just going to break here and there as I read this. Um, because this is something that I read in the beginning of the year, and it spoke to me so deeply. And I just, I love how, and as we just go along, we'll just keep stopping and, you know, just discussing certain things. But I love how, even as Jeremiah comes to God, and expresses just how nervous he might be about the fact that he's too young. You know, he says, I am too young. But God says, do not say, I am too young. Do not say, you cannot do it. You know, I can't speak, I'm too young. And so God is telling him, this is, this is what I'm commanding you to do. Go to everyone I send you and say, whatever I command you, do not be afraid of them for I am with you. And so it makes me realize that when God sends us out, there's this famous um, saying um, amongst Christians that um, God does not call the qualified, but he qualifies the called. And so um, before when I read this, the only thing that I really understood of it is that regardless of what my limitations might be, God is still calling me to do work. And so what I'm realizing now is that he even mentioned that I am too young. 
And um, we know that Paul says to, is it Timothy, if I'm not mistaken, that um, don't let people despise you because of your age or do not despise the fact that you are young. You know, go out and do the work of God. So here Jeremiah is expressing that I can't speak. I'm too young. But God is saying, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to. I am the one who's sending you. The Lord of righteousness, the I am that I am. I am the one sending you. And so I am the one who's equipping you. You're not going on your own accord. You're not going on your own authority. I am the one sending you. So I will give you everything that you need as you go out. And he assures him that do not be afraid for I am with you. I will rescue you, declares the Lord. So as we go on to verse 9, it says, Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you, I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and to tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build up or to build and to plant. I want to read that one more time. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and to tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. And what I realized about this particular verse is that God is not sending Jeremiah out to do work that is cute and comfortable and convenient. He's calling him out to do work that is controversial, we could say, that is very difficult, that is very daunting, that is very scary and uncomfortable. And it makes us realize that sometimes we are not just being sent out to tell people that, yeah, no, you're going to prosper and God is going to deliver you out of the situation or um, God is going to get you into that job and you're going to be in a better no, sometimes we're called to disrupt systems. Sometimes we're called to go against what has been set before. Sometimes we're called to establish new systems, new traditions. And that might very well be the cause of or, or the reason that people might despise you. It might cause you to be very unpopular. You might be, you might be called to people to, to tell them that what you're doing is not okay and God is not happy with what you're doing and you need to stop and you need to repent and if you know anything about being young in this day and age is that it's really hard to tell people no and it's really difficult to go to people and say that you can't do that it's wrong you're a child of God you're representing Christ you ought to do better you know because in this day and age um, right and wrong is very fluid, very blurred out. And so here you realize that Jeremiah is not being sent out to just preach the goodness of God and how we will be there for you and how he forgives you. He's being sent out to uproot, to tear down, to destroy, to overthrow, and then to build and to plant. And so when he's done with all that, demolishing all that is not supposed to be there. He is calling him out to establish a new thing. You know, so it just makes me realize that we're not always called to do work that is cute, convenient and pretty and looks good on social media. You know, 
and then from 11, um, it goes, The word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? I see the branch of an almond tree, I replied. The Lord said to me, You have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. The word of the Lord came to me again. What do you see? I see a pot that is boiling, I answered. It is tilting towards us from the north. The Lord said to me, From the north disaster will be poured out on all who live in the land. I am about to summon all the peoples of the northern kingdoms, declares the Lord. Their kings will come and set up their, their thrones, their thrones in their entrances of the gates of Jerusalem. They will come against all their surroundings or all her surroundings will, around her surrounding walls and against all the towns of Judah. I will pronounce my judgments on my people because of their wickedness in forsaking me, in burning incense to other gods and in worshipping what their hands have made. I just wonder how it must have felt to be Jeremiah receiving this word from God that you are being called to pronounce judgment on these people, to pronounce my judgment because of their unfaithfulness to me, because of their, idolatry, um, their idolatrous ways um, and the ways in which they've been doing things. How terrifying that must have been to be Jeremiah, young, feeling like I don't even know how I'm going to speak to these people i don't even know how i'm going to approach the situation but god at the same time at the same time reassuring him that one i am with you and i will give you my words do not be terrified i am with you and that i'm sending you out to do this or to fulfill the specific duty to condemn a people who have been unfaithful towards me and who have forsaken me and just how terrifying that must have been and how much faith it must have required of Jeremiah in that moment to believe and understand that, okay, I'm not going in my own authority. I'm going in the authority of the Lord. And we'll continue on with that. And so verse 17 says, get yourself ready. Oh, verse, yes, verse 17 says, get yourself ready. Stand up and say to them, whatever I command you, do not be terrified by them or I will terrify you before them. Today I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall to stand up against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. So right here is telling him, get yourself ready. Stand up. Get ready. You are being sent out. I am preparing you for work. I am sending you out to go work. Do whatever I command you. Whatever goes a long way, y'all. Do whatever I command you is you're not going to sleep in every single day. You're going to get up and you're going to go declare my word to people. You're going to go serve at a certain department um, at the temple. You're going to go um, declare my word to your mother or your father. You're going to go... Um, remind my people in your workplace that I am a merciful God, but I am a God of justice and I'm a God, a, a God of vengeance. Get up, stand up, stand up and say to them, whatever I command you and do not be terrified by them or I will terrify you before them. So don't be scared or I will cause that, that, that fear to consume you. Do not be afraid. I am with you. I am the one calling you. And when he says that, 
um, I will make you, uh, today I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land. He is giving him strength. He is setting him up as the solid, a solid structure, a representation of what he wants to do. And he's sending him against the kings of Judah, against officials. One thing that we must realize is that we're not always just going to be sent to strangers or our peers or people that we know. Sometimes we're going to be sent out to, to government. We're going to be sent out to nations to disrupt certain things, to speak up against certain things. And some of those things will cause people to to judge you, to hate you, to want to persecute you, to smear your name in mud. But we must understand that it is the work of God. We're also being sent out to people who don't want God. We're also being sent out to people who oppose the name of the Lord. We are being sent out to work. I want us to also read from Ezekiel, right? And we're going to read from Ezekiel chapter 2. From verse 3 um, to verse 9. And then we'll read again from chapter 3. Um, from verse 1 to verse 10. And we're just going to do a quick read through. And then we'll discuss it. Right? So it goes um, from verse 3. Oh, well, let's start from verse from verse 1. Yeah, he said to me. Um, and the title is Ezekiel's Call to Be a Prophet. It reads, he said to me, son of man, stand up on your feet and I will speak to you. As he spoke, the spirit came into me and raised me to my feet. And I heard him speaking to me. He said, son of man, I am sending you to the Israelites, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their ancestors have been in revolt against me to this very day. The people to whom I am sending you to, or this, that I am sending you, are, are obstinate and stubborn. Say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. And they, and whether they listen or fail to listen, for they are a rebellious people, they will know that a prophet has been among them. And you, son of man, do not be afraid of them or their words. Do not be afraid, um, though Though briars and thorns are around you and you live among scorpions, do not be afraid of what they will say or be terrified by them, though they are a rebellious people. You must speak my words to them, whether they listen or fail to listen, for they are rebellious. But you, son of man, listen to what I say to you. Do not be rebellious or do not rebel like, the, like that rebellious people. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. Then I looked and I saw a hand stretched out to me. In it was a scroll, which he enrolled before me. On both sides it was written words of lament and mourning and woe. And he said to me, Son of man, eat what is before you. Eat the scroll, then go and speak to the people of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he gave me the scroll to eat. Then he said to me, Son of man, eat the scroll I am giving to you and fill your stomach with it. So I ate it and it tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. He said to me, 
He then said to me, Son of man, go now to the people of Israel and speak my words to them. You are not being sent to a people of obscure speech and strange language, but to the people of Israel, not to many peoples of, of obscure speech and strange language whose words you cannot understand. Surely if I had sent you to them, they would have listened to you. But the people of Israel are not willing to listen to you because they are not willing to listen to me. For all the Israelites are hardened and obstinate. But I will make you as unyielding and hardened as they are. I will make you fortified. I will make you, I will make your forehead rather like the hardest stone, harder than flint. Do not be afraid of them or terrified by them, though they are a rebellious people. And he said to me, son of man, listen carefully and take to heart all the words I speak to you. Go now to your people in exile and speak to them. Say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, whether they listen or fail to listen. And that's where we're going to end it today. And so a message is being continually emphasized when we move from Jeremiah and even as we come back to Ezekiel. Do not be afraid. Do not be terrified. I am with you. And so here we even learn that God is sending Ezekiel out to a rebellious people. And so you must understand that these are people who know of God. The children of Israel knew of God, but they were unfaithful. And as a result, God is passing their judgment onto them. And so he's telling them that they are rebellious. This is what you must expect. They're not going to sit there and listen to you and be like, yes, okay, this is what the Lord is saying. We must take this seriously. They are rebellious and they've turned their selves and they've hardened their hearts against God. And he's reminding him that you're not going to people of an obscure speech or that you don't even understand what they're saying. They understand and hear exactly what you're saying and you will hear their words. He says, do not be afraid of their words, you know, meaning that they're going to say some stuff. They're going to come against you. They are rebellious at heart. They are hardened. But I will make you as hardened as they are. So I will make you solid in what I am calling you to do. And so what I realize, guys, is that God is not always, like, God will send you out of your comfort zone. In fact, I think when we are outside of our comfort zone, that is where we really see the power of God. Because we are not relying on our own strength, our own wisdom, our own knowledge, our own experience. They're outside of our place of comfort. They're outside of our place of familiarity. They're outside of our place of, of warmth and, 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 and rest. They're we get to experience God stretching us and pouring himself out into us because he knows that we are not going in our own strength. We can't go out in our own strength. He knows exactly what he's sending us into. And so know that as God is calling you into work, whatever he's calling you into, whatever way, in whatever capacity that God is calling you into work or to work as, understand that you do not have to rely on your own strength. You don't have to rely on past experience. You don't have to rely on your own wisdom. Rely on God. He says to Jeremiah and he says to Ezekiel, I am giving you my words. With Jeremiah, he put his hand over his mouth. With Ezekiel, he fed him the scroll. He 
fed him his word. So he embedded his words in their hearts and in their minds. That this is what you say. Don't go and say whatever you want to say because you think that that'll hit home and you think it'll be impactful. I know what they need to hear. So listen to what I am saying and speak exactly what I'm saying, even if it's terrifying, even if you know that at the end of this sentence, people are going to hate me, people are going to judge me, or people are going to cancel me. But he says exactly what I say. Say that to them. And exactly, and whoever I called you to speak to, speak to them. It doesn't matter who, it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter where, do it. And I realize with me, I feel like I've been very here and there, lukewarm. But I said to myself, man, I wonder, I wonder what would happen if I went all in. And so if you are like me, I'm asking you, what would happen if you went all in? And you decided that you were no longer going to compromise. That you were no longer going to dilute what God is telling you to tell his people. That you were no longer going to try to make it seem like it's all good and chilled and no god god understands god gets it and that you said exactly what he called you to say to whoever he's calling you to so that's just something that's been in my heart that as we go into this year we are gonna face some things like every other year really but for me personally, and maybe this might be applicable to you, we are going to face some things. And you have to decide whether you are willing to go and do the work of God. If you are willing to stand against yourself and not allow your pride to dictate who you speak to. And not uh, allow your shyness to dictate the spaces in which you enter. And to allow yourself to go in boldly and to declare what the Lord is calling you to declare and to overthrow systems and methods and methodologies and to go against um, principalities and to go against government and all those things that are so scary and seem so big but whether you are willing despite your age um, where you come from your background what you know what you may not know your experience your insecurities that you don't really know anyone like whatever the situation is are you willing are you willing to do the work that he's sending you out to do exactly how he's sending you out to do it it must have been terrifying for jeremiah it must have been terrifying for ezekiel and all the others that god called but i must say their commitment like it's it's pretty dope you know and i hope that in the same way that I want it for myself that you want it for yourself too that we show up and we show up to work even if it is uncomfortable even if it goes against everything that we believe even if it goes against everything that we've learned that we are willing to allow God to embed his word in us and pour his spirit out and that we walk and we represent him completely undiluted unfiltered and understand always remember that we do not come in our own capacity we come in the authority of the lord jesus so that's what i wanted us to start with this year that we are called to work get up wake up from your slumber 
Wake up from your place of comfort. It's time to work. If you haven't been on beat and on par with what you're supposed to do, this is a sign. Get up. It's time to do work. So as we bring this to a close, um, despite all the mumbling <laughs> and everything, I hope that you get that whatever that God is calling us to do, we can do it. Not because we can do it, but because God is God. And that regardless of the vessel, if you're willing, he will do it through you. And he will do it in you. And he will do it around you. So that's today's episode. And I hope that it makes a difference in your life, in your day, whenever you decide to watch this, be it you're waking up, taking a drive, going to sleep, whatever the case may be. I hope that you know that you don't have to rely on yourself. You don't have to have confidence in yourself. God will give you everything you need. Trust in Him. Believe in Him. He will help you. Just trust and believe, regardless of what it looks like. So, yeah, that's it. I've been saying, like, we're ending and we're closing for a while. It's like we're done for real. And um, I'd like to, um, as we normally do, um, recommend a song to you. So um, the song that I'm going to recommend to you is um, from We Will Worship. And the song is Ndalivua. And um, basically means that thank you. We are grateful. So um, listen to that. I'll link it in the description below. <laughs> and if you listen to this, listening to this on the podcast platforms, you'll find it in the description in the podcast. So um, yeah, so that's it. And I love you guys and I've missed you and let's do it. Let's do the work and yeah, until next time, I guess. I love you. Have a great one.